Good morning, everyone. I have some oh. exciting news today. Um, this is so good. I will make my Grand Tours <laughs> debuts a bit earlier than expected. Uh, I will be at the start line at the Tour de France oh. next month in Belgium. Close oh, the mind. Uh, in Belgium, well, Spencer. Super, oh, that's so good. Super nice uh, thing for me. Um, I want yep. to thank the team for this opportunity, my oh, family, we thank for you. Uh, all their wow. support. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I really look forward to, uh, to line up with, uh, oh. with a strong team. Well, strong team's an understatement. But <laughs> Spencer, wow to the tour. Yeah. Can't yeah. wait to let's talk about this on the show. Yeah, let's get to the show. You're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 253rd episode of the Slow Ride Podcast, the Walt Van Art Freedom Tour. This is Tim in Orlando. And this is Spencer in Boston, Massachusetts. Tim, you know, we were supposed to record yesterday and uh, we had a scheduling uh, 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 snafu. And um, boy, I'm glad we uh, waited one extra day because we got a bombshell today. Yeah. Totally buried the lead that the scheduling snafu was watching the Boston Bruins destroy the St. Louis Blues in game six of the Stanley Cup finals. But we'll get back to the Spencer. How awesome was your Monday when you saw this video of, I mean, a coiffed Wout Van Art? That hair was mint in that video. It was magnificent. It was, it was Wout in all. Uh, he was in top form. I mean, you could tell. You could just see that he's ready for the Tour de France and he's ready for this stage. And uh, I'm I'm here for it. I can't wait. Now, many people have been talking about his Strava rides lately. A lot of hundred plus miles. I know the the Cyclocross uh, Crosshairs Slack channel was blowing up about the ultra distant efforts that he was training on. Mm-hmm. And now we know why. Maybe a Vuelta debut, but then shock waves across the internet with the, the debut of Wout Van Aert. Something else that he is beating Matthew Vanderpool at. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he got there first. You know, I've been uh, I've been on the MVDP to the Grand Tour uh, train here for a while. And, um, you know, uh, I didn't, I got to admit, I didn't see this one coming. I was a little bit blindsided by the, uh, by the Wout. And uh, oh, I'm here for it. Right. Like, I was not so looking forward to this Tour de France because basically Team Sky is going to go one-two on the podium. It's yep. Nairo Quintana's last possible chance for a podium. Sure. Like, I hope he wins. Although Landa and Valverde are going with him to the Tour. That, Which, by the way, Movistar, great announcement. People really loved that until it was showed up by Wout Van Aert with that amazing <laughs> hair coming out. I mean, can I... Let me break down the video for you a little bit, Spencer. Okay. I've heard him talk before. But man, his, I know it's not like I'm crushing pretty hard right now, but his voice bit. was a lot deeper than I thought it was going to be. Really? Yeah. I was just, I was like, wow. You know, he's not, wow. a U, he's not a U23 anymore, Tim. That's what I'm saying. Like that, that is not the guy that we partied with at the Louisville phone party in 2013. That's true. It is, it that is, is not, not the guy that we snuck in the back door of the prime <laughs> lounge. <laughs> Through the pizza parlor. R.I.P. Prime Lounge, Louisville. Uh, yeah. So, oh, Spencer, this is so good. Now, here's a question for you. Okay. Um, little guy was also super excited. And yeah. by the way, we got a sweet um, question on our Facebook uh, official podcast experience zone uh-huh. that about a, a sweet Klein build. And the only person that could answer it clearly is little guy. So, um, Derek, thanks for the question. Little guy's working on an answer and we're going to try to get that, um, answer in the next week <laughs> or so. He's like little guys recording like a whole setup between oh, his uh, daddy daycare times. So this is going to be so good. But anyways, Spencer looking at team lotto team uh, jumbo Visma. 
Uh, I'll call them the real. I'll call the team the real what they are. No longer are they yellow, yellow lotto. Mm. Who's there? Like so they got Chryswick. Yeah, that's and now it. You've got and they got George Bennett. <laughs> they got George Bennett. Yeah, George okay. Bennett is got- the hope for the future. But here, here's the problem. I predict Wout Van Aert will do very well on at least one stage in this tour. Probably get a podium. He's this, oh, one of those Belgian stages. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like, well, this is the problem. He's only going to get a podium. He's not going to win the tour, right? No. Vanderpool is going to come along in 2021 after the Olympics <laughs> are over, and he's just going to come to his first Grand Tour, and he's going to win it. And it's just going to be the same old song and dance for Wout Van Aert, and I feel bad for the guy already. No, no. as a former president of the Anybody But Wout Van Club that's totally come around to yeah. all in for Wout, like this is, Spencer, this is still has the makings of an absolutely glorious, glorious um, occurrence. We could see yeah. a Wout Van Aert win. Yeah. Matthew Vanderpool comes in. I, I don't know if he's ever going to win the tour. Actually, just catalog that I just said, Wout Van, or catalog <laughs> the following statement so you okay. can use it against me five years from now on the podcast. Matthew Vanderpool's never going to win the tour to France. Perfect. I've got the sound bite there. That was good and clear. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but the the point is, Rod Van Aert is going to win a stage before Matthew Vanderpool does. Yeah, well, he's got <coughs> one chance, and this is it. You know, so if <laughs> if he wants to, uh, you know, claim reach for the stars here while he's while he's got no Vanderpool breathing down his throat, stealing his thunder, this is his time to shine. So, instantly after you posted today on Twitter that Wout Van Aert beats Matthew Vanderpool to another milestone. Yeah. Instantaneous comment from JBV on the Twitter. That's a surprise. The obvious conclusion is that Matthew Vanderpool is going to win the 2020 Tour de France. <laughs> That's a pretty good conclusion. I, I think he's one year off. I think it's going to be 2021 oh my God. post-Olympics, but I, the thought is right. This is big news. This is, this is huge news. This is, it's, it's, it's crazy that it's so big news because he's not a Grand Tour favorite, but well, it, he's the shaking the is, world. He's shaking cycling's foundations right now. But Spencer, he got third place in stage one of the the uh, the Dauphiné. Dauphiné, yeah. Which yeah. great, good. <laughs> That's super. Oh, and I don't even like care about talking about Dauphiné, um, other than Dylan Tunes is in the uh, the leader's jersey. Oh, yeah. that's, that's fan cool. of the podcast, yeah. former 16th place guy. Naira Quintana looking pretty good today. Um, but I mean, oh, Spencer, what a day. Okay. Uh, so also over the weekend, um, probably the most boring of all the UCI downhill World Cups happened. Okay. I didn't, uh, I did not have an opportunity to watch this one. So I'm going to get back to my Red and, Bull coverage and, and follow up on it. But uh, you're not, you're not selling me on it right now. Well, it was in Leo Gang, Austria. Okay. And it was just, I guess maybe it's too difficult of one to shoot. I don't know. I should probably ask the expert, uh, Bill, over at uh, Cyclocross Radio about this and, and his new Grodio um, podcast. But I was a little, you just really couldn't see what was going on. But anyways, yeah. um, uh, Bernie obviously took the win again in some sweet um, in the world championship kit, all white looking good. Greg Menar second. And then Troy Brosnan in third, pretty sweet kits though. Starting to show up. There was like a Zuba pants, um, combo. I saw that the week before. Very good. Very stylish. I slept on you saying that before. And then I saw it and I was like, Oh, that's pretty good. Then on the women's side, um, Rachel Atherton had a pretty gnarly crash, um, off camera near the top. And Tracy Hannah had a really good run. So like, I don't know if Rachel would have even been able to beat her, but Tracy Hanna goes into the World Cup lead with a uh, two-second two-second win over Nita Hoffman and Kate Weatherly in third. But overall, it still proved to be a good day of racing and enjoyable coverage. But I'm ready for him to like you know, it just it it didn't carry as much weight with me as like the other um, like huh. Fort William or some of the other venues. Huh. Okay. All right. So, well, interesting. But overall. Um, a good, uh, good, exciting time on Red Bull TV, which then I kind of got into one of those Red Bull TV. It's like the new Wikipedia for me, mm-hmm. right? Like you just kind of like they autoplay other stuff and then you just start seeing different bike videos and you're like, you kind of get inspired a little bit. Yeah. And then 
I saw this Chris Kyle video that showed up where he takes a helicopter out of, or he takes his BMX bike out of a helicopter and drops into like that big famous hotel in Dubai. Oh, it's got like the, it's got like the, um, it looks like a sailboat. Yeah. I, I forgot the name. And I watched this like five minute video of this guy just shredding Dubai through all these like architecturally significant buildings. So I'm just like, <laughs> Oh, that's cool. As I'm sitting on the couch and I look down and I'm eating potato chips. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is my life. Yeah. Watching well, someone else do awesome things. <laughs> thanks, Red Bull TV. Yeah, I know, right? W- way to make me feel really good about myself. But um, let's see. What else did I do this week? Oh, I know another thing I did this weekend. On Friday and Saturday night, I sat in front of Facebook Live and watched the Tulsa Tough coverage. Oh, yeah. I watched some of this, too. Okay. I wasn't on Facebook though. I I just watched it on their website. On YouTube? Okay. They had the coverage was amazing. They had a drone that was providing live video coverage in crystal clear HD. Like it was yeah. Did you see the race that had the fireworks going on in the background during the race? Like it was like six laps to go, and then all of a sudden it was like fireworks over the course. It was amazing. There was a yeah. Tulsa, I mean they always put on a show out there and they pull in the crowds and it is just a complete spectacle. Um, it is, it's gotta be the biggest attended crit. Like it's gotta be threatening like Athens level excitement. Well, so there's at least like seven or eight people deep. I didn't yeah. even watch the Sunday race race, which is when they go to Crybaby hill, which looks a little bit too much of a frat boy party for me. Just saying like for me, like, I don't think dad Tim can go there anymore. Yeah. But coach Tim, he was there. Coach Tim would have destroyed that, but you know, <laughs> kind of I'm, I'm on the, uh, I'm retired, uh, uh-huh. from, from those days. But Spencer, that like Athens, that like, that could be how racing works. I, I've heard, um, also from Bill, he's like the expert of my cycling life right now that the Tulsa tough promoter, um, has a lot of like funds behind behind it so he's really able or that that organization's really able to like push it out to the nines and get a lot yeah. of people there and a lot of advertising but i got a, I got a question for you okay like is tulsa cool because like well, i don't know much about tulsa the little guy and i talking about like that's where oral roberts university is not exactly like the university i'm gonna go do anytime soon yeah uh i gotta be honest i don't know a whole lot about tulsa other than the f- Two facts. One, there's a bike race there. And two, it's in Oklahoma. And that's yeah. That's about all I need to know. Like, so 50% of me is like, ah, cool. And the other 50% of me is like, eh. So I did some research on Tulsa. Oh. Knowing those two things that you know. Yeah. In November of 2018, the city of Tulsa, Oklahoma announced that they will grant give you physically give you a check for $10,000 if you move there to work from your home or whatever, and you stay there for one year. Spencer. Yeah. Would you for $10,000 live in Tulsa, Oklahoma for a year? Uh, Tim, I would not. Um, <laughs> so knowing what you know about this awesome bike race, I, I think that if you bookend, like if you moved there the weekend before Tulsa <laughs> Tough and you moved yeah. there the weekend after, yeah. you could get, that allows for some moving time. It could be a pretty, but like exciting time. Oh yeah. You'd get two, <laughs> two good weeks out of the, out of the 52, you know, that's, I mean, your batting average is pretty low, but you know, the, so, the results. So the know, funniest thing I I, I, I think about Tulsa is is every single person that I see who goes there, like whether they're a Swanier or a professional racer or a fan on the side of the road, apparently there's one cool bar in Tulsa because <laughs> everybody is just like, oh, who's going to Sound Pony? When are we going to Sound Pony? Yeah. I, and then, I, oh man, the line to get in Sound Pony is an hour long. <laughs> like, I, I have noticed that too. The Instagram... Um, stories there's a lot of sound pony um happening yeah and that that kind of brings to mind the the quest to find a cool bar in fayetteville arkansas in 2022 like maybe my mind will be blown and maybe there is already a sound pony there. maybe there's two but we're gonna have to actually literally create a list to get into one of these bars yeah where is the sound pony in arkansas yeah this is a this is a mission that we need to have solved. We've got a time limit. 
Yeah. Like we're we need to, to know by a certain day. So <laughs> we're going to have to send, uh, you know, some, some reconnaissance missions in to, uh, to check this out. Yeah. But so let's see. Oh, also other thing bike wise. Okay. I'm a little embarrassed here. So I'm going to do this before we hit the premium. <laughs> okay. I'm legitimately in the market for an e-bike. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you, I'm saying did you that have right an now, accident? Are you I injured? Talked to, I haven't talked to my much better half Sarah about this yet totally because I need you to help me break the news to her that I need an e-bike. Oh. Is there a way that I can do this the correct way without her questioning my sanity? And then also my, um, I can tell you what I want. I want a e-bike cargo. I want a cargo bike e-bike right so you're gonna double down you already have the cargo bike and you like the cargo bike enough that you need to make it less of a uh chore or you want to bring more cargo around yeah also like when i go pick up my son he's getting a little bit bigger now that's right that was that was where i was going next is uh little heimar uh he's He's the climber because Tom, yeah. Tom Boone and Tom Boonen is the sprinter in our Peloton here. And yeah. little Heimar has a responsibility to be a climber. So I don't know if, uh, if he's, um, if you're at the point where you need to get an e-bike, Tim, is, just, are, am I seeing a little gummy bear in, in little Heimar? Is that, is, this is what I'm asking. He really enjoys his mom's cooking too. <laughs> but, uh, I think that the, I'm really into the e-bike. Cause when I rode that one at Sea Otter, I rode yeah. the Surly. The certainly big easy. Yeah. Like they're big dummy, but with an e-bike. That's where they got your hooks, the hooks in you. Oh yeah. They were totally in me. And then I have gone down to two bike shops here in town and just kind of uh-huh. tooled around on some e-bikes tooled uh-huh. around. And like a, I think that it was like a Trek power fly. That was awesome. But I don't want like an individual bike. Like I right. feel that the excuse would be like a, a commuter bike that I could put my kid in. So there's a couple, you know, there's like the bullet, which I've always wanted. It's a little bit racier cargo bike and we could put like an e-bike motor in there. Yeah. Um, I could get the Supermarché that I currently have. And you told me about a company called like Copenhagen Wheel or something. Yeah, Copenhagen it's like, Wheel. It runs like through an app. I don't know. Like, do you think that could fit in a 20 inch wheel? I think the whole idea is that they can put it in any wheel. Uh, it's It's just okay. a hub. That yeah, you, research, you can but, research any or you can um, retrofit any bike, uh, uh, you know, wheel and uh, and put it on any bike and turn any old. You can turn your 70s Schwinn into a, a, a pedal assist e-bike. All right. So how do I break this to Sarah that I need this bike? Can you uh, help me here? I don't know if I can. This is, <laughs> is that this bad? is pretty major. I mean, you, you know. There's only so many uh, big, big things like this. Like, this is trickier than when you were, uh, you know, going to propose. Like, this is this is a this is a harder sell for sure. I mean, that was a pretty hard sell, but this is worse. Um, yeah, maybe maybe the listeners can help us help me out here on how do I how do I become public outside of the podcast? Because thankfully, Sarah stopped listening around episode like one thirty. Wow, that she made it <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> that, that now everyone can help me figure out uh-huh. how I'm gonna um become e-bike. So uh, here's an e-bike a, owner. Here's here's my uh, off the top of my head suggestions, right? Like you need to sell this as an investment, right? You need to not be like this is an, <laughs> an expenditure, like this is an investment somehow. So do you know how Can many investments you, I've made in bikes and none of them have turned out, well, Sarah, which is actually totally true. You're a bad investor. Um, but this one, you need you need to do something more than like, this is going to hold its value or this is going to grow in value. You need to sell this investment as, I can take this bike, load it up with uh, ice cold Coca-Colas and cruise down to the, the 5K at the finish line and sell them for a dollar a piece out of the back oh. of the cargo bike. Uh, you know, and it won't like, I'll be able to get there quickly and they'll still be cold and the ice won't melt and I'll make, you know, money every weekend all summer long when it's a hundred degrees in Orlando, Florida, something like that. I think maybe if you pitch that as a, as a small business idea, uh, you could maybe get this one past her. All right. 
I I like this idea. It may have some legs. I I like that the investment is that the assumption is that I would actually work with this thing because remember I was just talking about watching Red Bull TV <laughs> with chips. Uh-huh. They, well, the for beautiful thing is, pla- I I left this out. The chips were strategically placed on my stomach yeah. <laughs> while I was eating. Yeah, they were ergonomic. Um, yeah, yeah. So I just I'm all in on the e-bikes changing the world, man. I am like, I think that when more and more people are going to get on these things that it, it's so much cheaper, you move pretty quick. You can get those things up quickly above 20 miles an hour, which yeah. is really as fast as you want to like, if you live with within 10 miles of where you're trying to go, you know, like that's not that far of a ride. Yeah. No, it's it, probably faster than, and you could snake through traffic the way we used to do all the time. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I, I'm I'm oh, with you. Oh, like you're, I'm, you're blocking the lane. Oh, allow me to jump up on the sidewalk for ten feet and then, yep. you know, snarkily get in front of you. So then you get really mad at me. I yeah. love it. No, it's perfect. It's it's wonderful. But and I'm with you. Like I I don't think I'm um, prepared to make that investment. I don't have a uh, a sales pitch uh, prepared myself. But um, and also my my commute is short enough that it almost doesn't matter. But um, you know, if my commute was any longer, you know, above five miles, maybe I would, uh, I would consider it just for cruising along because that's about the length of commute where you like kind of don't want to do it in jeans, you know, like you kind of want to get in spandex, but it's short. It's yeah. so short that you're like, ah, oh, I don't want to put on a spandex, but it's also like, you're not going to get all super sweaty and nasty either. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, uh, the, that's just, the idea. Okay. So, so. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I think it's going to happen at some point. I would appreciate any kind of solicited advice to our listeners. Yeah. Email us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. Help us out. This would be, uh, it'd, it'd be really cool to hear your thoughts. Next mm-hmm. question, Spencer. Could you, as I was thinking about e-bikes, can you attach that, a hot dog cart to it? Well, I don't know. I was starting to think about that when you were talking about selling Coke, I was like, like why a- would I do that? I would just sell, you know, icy pops sure. or something. Anything you can um, attach a, an umbrella to, you know, to keep yourself out of the sun. I think it's here's good. here's my other question though. As <laughs> I was thinking about this with getting an e-bike, uh-huh. what's stopping me from taking a ton of Strava KOMs on this e-bike? Well, your pride, I think, would be <laughs> would well, be probably the only like, thing. How is Strava gonna take tackle this issue? Like, this is gonna be an issue. This is beyond doping, right? Like. Anybody could go out for a ride, sure. And you can have an e-bike and like, like seriously, like sincerely, there are people that are really into Strava KOMs. Oh there no, are yeah, that make that's, careers out of going yes. for Strava KOMs, post retirement careers. Phil Guyman, for example. What is stopping like the nor- like some rando, right, from getting one of those Orbea bikes that you can't even see the. Well, I, battery, I, more or less. I mean, their pride a should be the one thing, and b. I mean, why I'll let are Lance you, Armstrong and the entire yeah, coastal well, team? Yeah, no, you're right, but there's a difference between that and and Strava KOMs. Um, the payout's a little different, but um, not on Zwift. I just I just don't know why you you know if you're on your e bike why you're going to turn on your Strava because I don't know I don't know. It's yeah, it's not my problem to figure out. I don't have an answer. I can't help you. Don't do I, it. I get the sense you don't want to talk about e-bikes, so I'm gonna keep prying away here oh, question wise. Excellent. If you're on the local group ride and if I showed up on one of the e-bike road bike things, how would you feel if I did that? Would you be okay with that? I like it seems to me like it lengthens out someone's career. It'd actually be way more fun to ride with someone that could keep up with you. It depends. You know I mean? Um it depends on who it was because I probably would not care uh, as long as you were not surgy in the group. Like that, I would hate that if you were on a regular bike and you were surging in the group. Um, so as long as you're not doing that on your e-bike, uh, I don't really have a problem, especially if you're just like a, a good racer who's older now and you just want to <laughs> hang out with the group still, you know, like, All right. the, you know what I mean? Like, just, the, but that's not you. I just realized we've spent about eight minutes talking about, uh, e-bikes which is already a record for this podcast so we should stop while we're really ahead before we lose all our listeners so uh ah, they're good that spreads let's get in the pre lot uh all right i suppose we can do that all right
Matthew Vanderpool and I don't listen to the Slow Ride podcast. All right, so once again, Spencer, we have huge news in the land of the Wide Angle Podium Network and the Slow Ride Podcast, and that's that we're brought to you by Whoop. Yes. And we're stoked to have Whoop with us. Do you know all about Whoop? I did a ton of research after last week. You told oh. me about it. And I was super stoked. Good. I was I was all set to do this. Why don't Why don't you tell me what you know? Okay. Very simple. It's a tool that you use, usually a wristband, mm-hmm. that then tracks all of your fitness. But what you can do that's really cool is you can set a bunch of different goals and look at all like kind of the analysis to determine recovery. Yeah. The strain of your exercise, which is an important thing that often gets overlooked. And then more or less the sleep and the quality of the sleep. That's why I'm actually really into this whoop um, device is to track the sleep because I was, you know, I need to track the sleep for various reasons. One of my own health reasons, because I want to make sure that, you know, my heart rate is maintaining at a certain beat and it's very important. Whoop is going to provide that. So pretty stoked on all of this development. And then the fact that we have the 15% off for the uh, the monthly membership where you can do the, um, yeah. the 12 to 18 month membership, 15% off using the code uh, SLOWRIDE. Yep. It's pretty awesome. So I'm stoked to have Whoop on board. No, it's it's great. Um, I'm excited about it too. Uh, I've also been learning more about it. And, um, you know, I'm just, I've never been like super excited about like, goofy fitness trackers and stuff but I, the more i look into this the more it it makes sense and it's it's just a it, it's it's not a giant piece of machinery on you it's really yeah. sleek and like classy that's what like ah the the fact that it does so much and looks so good is kind of what excites me so I would encourage you to check it out at whoop.com and, uh, and just see if it's something that, uh, would work for you. And if it does definitely take advantage of that, uh, promo code slow ride to save yourself 15%. Yeah. Super stoked on it. Also the five day battery life for the strap on your wrist is super convenient. That's killer um, because man, I've got an Apple watch and it dies every single day. Like, yeah. If I so, don't plug it in, it's dead. Yeah. It's pretty awesome to have that. Okay. So once again, we are also sponsored by our friends over at Health IQ, who continue to um, provide low price life insurance options because you're a healthy individual. So you go to healthiq.com slash WAP, and you find out more about saving money on your life insurance. We've talked about it before. You're an adult now if you're listening to this podcast. Invest in some life insurance. It's not a ton. You do it annually. Protect your family. Protect your loved ones for everything. Mm -hmm. It's great to have. And the best part is your premium is going to be pretty low because you're a healthy individual and knows something about cycling, which you easily prove in a quiz on healthiq.com slash WAP. So go check it out. Yep. And lastly, this week we are brought to you by Shred Science Nutrition. This is one that I am super excited about because they uh, help you track your, your nutrition, your food intake, and they help you measure it. They teach you how to properly track what you're eating and you, you have to pay attention. You have to take notes and you have to uh, write down everything that you're eating all day long. And man, does it open your eyes to some of the stuff that you don't even know you're doing. Uh, That's the biggest takeaway for me is like a year later, my eating habits are still different than they were before I used shred science. And I remember you doing it. I got a quick question for you. Like after you were tracking what you're eating, does Shred Science Nutrition and the folks behind that, um, do they also give you advice on how to become a healthy eater? Or yeah. are you still just doing this all on your own? No. So th- so that's the thing is I love, I love to talk about uh, how they don't make a rule about what you can and cannot eat, right? And you can eat whatever you, if you want to eat the donut, eat the donut. You're just going to have to sacrifice something else later. They also give you a ton of advice as, as things you can be eating that are better for you. Like I get, I've got a couple of uh, big PDF files with like, oh, if, if you're looking for more of this and more of that or less of this and more of this, like as far as your, your balance, your personal balance, because everybody gets a personalized different score that they are working towards, um, as far as their, their goals, um, they give you a ton of different, uh, options and recipes and suggestions and like food items that are good 
uh, for X, Y, or Z. And they really do help you out and you get your, uh, your check-ins and your tracking, you get your, your whole spreadsheet going and you can really see the progress you're making, uh, the whole way through, which is God, it was, it was, it's the most helpful thing I've ever done with my own personal body. <laughs> like in, in 40 years being alive, it is the smartest thing I've ever done. So I would highly suggest anyone listening to this show that uh, has any uh, uh, sort of aspirations for getting themselves in shape or or, or in better shape, uh, head over to shredsciencenutrition.com. Check out the packages they've got. If you do sign up for one, let them know you heard about it here on the Slow Ride Podcast. Oh, absolutely. So thanks again to shredsciencenutrition.com, healthiq.com slash WAP, and WHOOP for their continued support with the checkout slow ride for 15% off. So with that, Spencer, let's get back to the show. So remember that and uh, yeah, enjoy your slow ride podcast. All right, Spencer, as you know, busy weekend here in Orlando. We're going to get to that in a second. Ugh. But I have not been doing my job of checking Apple Apple Podcasts and iTunes reviews. And I know all this news <laughs> about it going away, so let me just run up yeah, the... Let's, uh, let's see what's in there. I haven't uh, I haven't dug in uh, recently either, so uh, this will be... I'm sure we've got at least a couple. Uh, we got two. Oh, perfect. Um, well, we got a two star and a five star. Wait, uh, wait we got a two. Wanna... Wait, we got a two star review. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so we've ever gotten a a bad review. Well, we got a one star. What kind of person? Pre- like Dave in Cleveland. Now but, I'm worried. Like, is but, our but, sound quality bad? Like, is something not functional? There was something, you know. Uh, yeah, actually, pronunciation is a little lacking. Oof. Uh, huh. Pronunciation is a little lacking. Two stars by Tom Bierman. I'm not sure if they're trying to be funny, but the name pronunciation is pretty bad in the Dirty Kanza episode. I can understand mispronouncing some names, but come on. Peter Stetina? <laughs> Stetna. So, Tom, I apologize. Uh, mostly I'm the reason for the pronunciations. It's not because I don't care. It's because I don't have a reason why. Speech impediment, 7th and 8th grade. <laughs> like I was at speech class. I had a stroke. I don't know what else you want me to say. Sorry, man. Oh, let's get to the other review. That's a, that's oh, wow. A, that's a bummer. Pronunciation is just fine. Five stars. From Wisco <laughs> Hustle. I like infighting on our own <laughs> Apple iTunes reviews. Amazing. I know who you're talking about. I get the names wrong too. Who cares? As a person whose name is consistently mispronounced, I can tell you it's not worth getting <laughs> upset and leaving a bad review about. I dig this pod. The news is relatively accurate and a refreshing change from conventional <laughs> race reporting. Technical without being overbearing. Fun. It's bike and general life and well-being banter. As a listener, I find myself laughing about the dismay of coworkers. I genuinely feel like I'm sitting around with my buds joking about the nuances of oversized shades and double deco era bars cycling banter. I think they Matthew Vanderpool crushing has to come to a stop. <laughs> though it's getting a little out of hand love the pod keep it up well he'll like this episode then it was uh, we've pivoted to wow (laughs) yeah it was a pretty sweet pivot but well we 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 appreciate all of the reviews that come in on apple Podcasts. so keep it up who who is that Um, uh, i'm sorry who was that last one from that was wisco hustle wisco hustle hey thanks buddy like you are hanging out with your friends you know what i mean like i'm i i love when people give us that feedback because that's that's what i that's what i hope people feel when they're listening to the show because like, otherwise I don't have a reason to do it. You know what I mean? Like I want to hang out with you guys. I know I'm just like some voice in your earbuds every week, but like that really makes me feel good to feel like you guys feel like friends because I, 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 I want to be you guys as friends. The best feedback I, we ever received in my opinion was when the, uh, the feedback was, it's like sitting at the coffee shop and someone's having a really cool conversation at the table next to you, but you can't (laughs) chime in. Yeah, that's, see, that's, but we've 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 gone beyond that. They've they've heard that conversation at the table next door enough times that now now they've like interjected. Now they are our friends. Now yeah. they can come sit at the table with us. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I so love it. Mispronunciations some- and all. Like they love us for who we are. <laughs> Do you remember last episode when I was talking about the need for more people to wear baggies in mountain biking, uh, especially dirty Kansas? It's like every episode, Tim, but yeah. Yeah. We did get a uh a, a, an email that, oh. from Little Guy that basically <laughs> okay. said I was in the pocket of Big Baggy. Kind of the way uh, that our friend Colin Reuter is in the, the pocket of Big Disc yeah. by getting the, the skewer in his leg. It was so sad. So yeah. Could be worse. But yeah, that was brutal. Uh I I got to hear the whole story and see some of the unedited video and it is gruesome <laughs> yeah so we got a couple of uh emails too that i want to get to so we have three that we kind of been sleeping on a little bit as things were um going on here okay first is from uh laura uh Suros in seattle um it's written to us before but hey um just wanted to uh you know we've been holding out hope that little guy would join in for episode 240 please let him know that he's missed he's going to be coming back he's coming he's working on some uh things here Anyway, we've fallen behind on the Giro after signing up for Flow Bikes. This is a little while back, but yeah, a little bit. here's the important thing. Okay. I was scrolling around the web and I saw some images and partway down the gallery was a close-up photo of Balke Malima's bike and the caption directed viewers to note the SRAM one by chain ring. Wait, what? Did I miss something? No one could stop talking about Aqua Blue's one by situation and what a crap show that was. And then here's a secret sneaky one by no one has mentioned. Has anyone talked about this? Is it just Malima, the whole team, just for that day, just for the Giro? Am I working myself up over nothing? What is going on? Well, it's very nice that Laura thinks that we have our finger on the pulse that much. But I didn't even realize that he was on a one by at any point in the the thing. And one by, they're still sticking around, Spencer. Yeah. So here's, here's the thing. I didn't know that either. And the reason I didn't know that is, is that because a sign of a good thing. Well, we the reason I didn't know that and the reason you didn't know it and the reason uh, she didn't know it is most likely because it's Bokeh Malima. Let's be honest. Oh, so you, <laughs> okay. So, so what you're doing is I see what you're doing here. So what you're, you're trying to say is the bike was somewhat functional as one by, but you're, Gently throwing shade at Belke Malima for just being the the anonymous fifth place. Like he's basically the now the now version of Heimar Zubeldia in Grand Tours. Yeah, yeah, I so, would say that's a fair assessment. So he's picking up that that crown, which is a great crown to have. Like he's always going to be there in that top ten, just an anonymous top ten. Great there when you expect him, not there when you expect him, right. but there. And and he's probably sick of getting overlooked on the uh, on the on the on the top ten lists, on the guys to watch lists, on the you know all this kind of stuff, the bike reviews, like whatever the the bikes of the peloton. And uh, so he was like, "What if I uh, what if I spiced it up here? What if I uh, dropped a chain ring off this thing? I bet that would have the journalists sprinting across the uh, the parking lot, past all those other buses, straight to the Trek Segafredo bus uh, to interview me." And turns out, uh, not the case. No, that's no, that's a very good point. That that is uh, coming up. I. I guess I didn't even think about that, that Bauke is the most anonymous person to get away with this real world testing. Yeah. But <laughs> I am seeing a lot of pictures of one by systems out there. So maybe the technology has improved or to a lesser extent or possibly a more positive ex- extent is that the, um, the, uh, now that the team director of aqua blue, remember the guy that oh, thought God. that he could start a web store to fund a pro tour level cycling team. Yeah. Great business plan there. The guy whose uh, name we will never remember, but whose rant we will. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Maybe <laughs> maybe he just blew out of proportion what was happening with the one by. And mm. it's possible. Um, that, that team, the Aqua Blue team. Remember when Toyota United was doing the pro uh, run in the U.S. in 2006? Certainly, and they had the whole thing where it was like you could become a member of Toyota United and get like the Toyota United aluminum frame bike for like three grand. Oh. And that was what was going to fund the team. That's what Aqua Blue is like. It was like Ponzi scheme. Yeah, basically. And so a thought occurs to me. If somebody's going to get away with riding a motorized bicycle in the Tour de France or a Grand Tour or a World Tour race of any kind, my money is now on Bokeh Malima. Not oh, because he needs which, it. 
But for the press, it. he just he is so overlooked and so overshadowed that I think he's going to get desperate enough to do anything no, no, to get no, some no, no. articles, get some it, some inches, yeah, some column is, inches. This is actually a really good idea. That I don't think it's going to be because Bauke is going to want like the like he's he's so good at what he does of being the anonymous top ten finisher. Which granted, you're one of the ten greatest cyclists oh, in the world, yeah. right? Like this is yeah, like. And he's kind of like, you know, I can do anything and get away with it. Like, it's kind of like the natural, like, it's kind of when, um, like Disney animators, when they're making the Disney movie, right? they draw something like in there, you know, like in Lion King, it was like the cloud that said sex when the dust cloud <laughs> went like, so Bauke is like, ah, I can get away with it today. Yeah. And because when the UCI is doing the x-rays of the bikes, they're just going to like see riders come across the finish line. And they're like, all right, you over here, you over here, you over here. spectators off the course over there, you yeah. over there, you over there. Yeah, Bauke's just gonna go roll right on by seventh yeah. place. They're gonna be like, "Oh, no problem. You yeah. can do your thing." He's, uh, oh, I yeah. like it. Okay, so got another email. This one oh. comes to us from Florian Abrahamson. Okay. Listening to the latest podcast has me thinking how I would save pro cycling. As a kid, I always loved and was super excited to see the billboards for Monster Jam or Supercross at the Metrodome in Minneapolis. Oh. Why don't we use all? all of the arenas all over the country for racing? Example, take Paris Roubaix or Flanders on tour. You could easily make a crit with cobbles and make that a series. Lay down some cobbles and there you go. Change the course, every arena. Have some old legends come out to ride. Have an expo. Let people ride the course the same day as the pros. Sell some trips to see the real thing off in the spring. Or American Gladiator Mario Kart with Nerf guns. It's America. Everyone loves guns or lasers. Everyone has three balloons, and even if they get taken out, then your race is over. <laughs> Just some ideas. So there's a lot there. Thanks for always forgetting about your lone listener here in Germany. So wow, we have yeah. a listener in Germany. That's Thanks pretty good. It's not, yeah. So what are your ideas? Well, I mean, he had a lot of ideas. Those are some great ideas. Uh, I don't know if um, if if Paris Ray necessarily can go on tour, but uh, something along those lines. I mean, I'm I'm hesitant to bring up the the velodrome racing and the six day racing yeah, as like that's kind of the because it's not really mobile, but it's a thing you could do in arenas, right? In an arena setting, but there's no cobblestones. There's no, uh, it's not quite the thrills and chills that uh, that he's trying to uh, to invoke here. I, I like the outside the box thinking. Um, I would love to just say yes and and make this an even better like thing. Like the Mario mm. Kart probably has the most legs. Oh, mountain yeah. biking, um, an American gladiator style. Maybe you have some Nerf guns. I like this, like the tennis ball machine. I think that the way I would have it is you have the gladiator up on the, the stage in like well, the yeah. hockey arena. You have Nitro come out of uh, yeah, yeah. retirement. Yeah, Nitro's up there, and he's just shooting at cyclists. <laughs> but they like, but he's shooting, you know, and you got to like hide behind like the Freds going across. I I don't know, like that could be kind of like appeasing. Like, oh, don't wear high vis, then Nitro is going to get you or something. But We'd have yeah. to workshop this a little bit. I, 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 workshop it. I don't I know if I don't know if road cycling can pull it not, off. I think cyclocross absolutely cyclocross could do it. Absolutely, yeah. and probably short track mountain bike as well. Um, but no, because you're gonna have elevation. I think that the I think the oh, only they way road can it. do it is Tulsa Tough Athens Twilight Crit. Like that works here in America, right? Like in the right town. Yeah, but you works. you can't charge online. admission. No, like that's that's the whole idea. We need oh. to get people into a thing where we can charge them at the gate, Tim. I got it. I know. Zwift indoor riding on a computer, <laughs> and you can watch it solved. Flo, thanks okay. for a great idea. Um, come on out to our live events when we are announcing the Zwift World Championship. Hey guys, long time listener and big fan of the show, but I will say that I do miss the little guy perspective and hot takes. On anything more current than nine speed record. <laughs> I'll look forward do. to his future guest spots. They're coming. Anyway, there's been something that's starting to creep into the amateur racing scene here in Portland. I'm assuming Portland, Oregon. It's more persuasive or more pervasive than the amateur super tuck. What could it be? The Phantom TT position. I get it might be a little faster when you're on the front of the field or in the break, but it's scary. But what is scary is that position is starting to make its way into the field, far oh, from no. the front, 
people moving through the field with no hands on the bars. And he includes a photo from his own GoPro. Just like draped, draped over the handlebars? The the draped over Uh, the handlebar look. In the pack? In the pack. We've seen it before. Uh, Thoughts? Love the show. Alan. Thanks, Alan Barton. So, Spencer. Oh, Alan. I have seen this before on local rides. Alan, you need to run. You need to run away as fast as you can. You need to pack your bags and you need to leave, my friend. I'm sorry. It is like quite possibly the the worst thing in the world. Right? It's it's like you're 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 at the epicenter of an outbreak. You need to get out, man. Like you need to leave before the virus gets you, right? Like Yeah. This is this is only going to get worse before it gets better. And there's going to be very few survivors when it when it really uh comes to a head. Uh Yeah. At the front of the pack? Sure. I got no problem. Like if you're the if you're uh, if you are in the wind if you are numero uno on the front of the peloton, totally a okay. If you're off the front of the peloton, totally a okay. Yeah. If you are anywhere but those positions, no. Uh, nah, Portland, well. Portland, Oregon. We got to put them on blast. Uh, right. I don't know what they're doing up there. I don't know. Maybe it's the Obra thing. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I hope it is. I don't know what they're teaching the the cat fives, you know, in the Pacific Northwest, but uh, you guys, the Peloton has to police itself at some point. You guys need to put the crack down on this. If you see this, just be like, hey, man, come on. Come on, Lance. Put your hands on the bars. So, Spencer. Yeah. As all these people are emailing us, they say they want little guy's advice. I have something for you. Uh Uh-oh. What do you got? We have a little guy... Advice Corner just submitted. So we're going to pack just it on submitted here the at the show. Okay. I was wondering yeah, I mean, why I hadn't heard it. this yet. He, he, yeah, just got it. And it's going to be coming over. So make sure you keep listening to the show. And before we get to the little guy section of the podcast, I want to get with you on one thing that came across my YouTube subscription feed the other day. Oh, interesting. Okay. And I know that you've been bugging me to come out and I've, I've been so busy. <laughs> I've I've had babysitting mishaps. Uh-huh. I've I've just been under the weather. Yeah. Some people could probably hear. Yeah. But Spencer, Goo Review Corner. Yeah. Take us a little walk down Goo Review Corner and what someone can expect when they head on over to YouTube and the Wide Angle Podium channel. Yeah. So uh I don't know. I had a bad idea a few weeks ago and uh, I've been kind of mulling it over ever since and um finally uh finally brought it to fruition. Uh, in the form of the Guru Review Corner, uh, where I'm going to be reviewing various uh, sports nutrition, um, aka food that you can get from the bike shop, and uh, you know, can just kind of drink. I'm a little curious. Will you also record review oh, some drink? If it is sports nutrition, if it falls in the sports nutrition family, uh, I will be uh, partaking. And I've got two video episodes up now. They're real short, about two and a half minutes, three minutes uh, long, so you can digest them. I it's, enjoyed it. So well done. It's been fun to do. I've got a few episodes uh, locked and loaded, ready to go. So uh, they're going to be coming fast and furious. Um, you're you're going to be getting a uh, care package from Orlando, Florida with some oh, of the, the, the food uh-huh. that I have been too afraid to test. So I can't <laughs> wait to um, send that up to you. So uh, fantastic! I'm excited for that. Um, Spencer, I think that overall it's been a great week of bike riding. Um, I just want to wrap up with thank you to all of the listeners, um, here in Orlando. And then also the artists that listen to the uh, podcast that submitted some art for the hot fellow show that was on Saturday night yourself, um, Alex uh, Carlson out of Boston, and then also Pete Hollihan in St. Louis. Awesome. And for a second there, Pete, I wanted St. Louis to win just so Spencer could suffer through, possibly 150 days without a championship in Boston. But Pete, thank you for your art. Um, All of it was great. We had over 250 people walk through the show. Um, Definitely learned a lot of things, but um, we did our own little art crank corner here in Orlando. And it was the whole point was to bring uh, the cycling community together with the art community. And it went well. So thanks for all that support and uh, help and all the uh, goodwill coming through the Slow Ride podcast, Twitter and Gmail account. Fantastic. And with that, here's little guy. Oh, hi, guys. Uh, you caught me just fixing my car. I hear 
a distress call in Facebook Kleinland. I see that Derek on the uh, Slow Ride Facebook group is having a problem. Uh, he's got a sweet teal with a purple fork, maybe Quantum, all dressed up in Altegra. And if I'm reading it right, I think his problem is that he wants to put on a compact crank and it's kind of breaking his heart because right now he's got the look down. So, Derek, you want to put 6,800 on 26? I don't even know. Some stuff about Altegra. I think the gist of it is currently it looks awesome, which I totally agree with. Got the silver parts. What, that, I guess that's not modern Altegra. That's the second to most modern Altegra. Looks good. Um, you got, you got, you keep it that way if you want to go with looks, but if your knees are, knees are saying compact crank, you gotta listen to your knees. Uh, knees before style. So, uh, I think that's what I say. Though the way that, that bike's sitting, it's looking really nice. Glad you're enjoying it. Uh, just do know if you put a compact crank on there, that new group, or throw that 105 crank on there, you do have to, you do have to, uh, start wearing a t-shirt with, uh, bike shorts. So, but it's a comfortable trade-off. And the fanny pack won't even chafe or anything while you're riding. So, I hope that helps. And I'm gonna go back to getting this ball joint out. We would also like to thank our continued sponsors and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Those include healthiq.com slash WAP to find out how to save money on your life insurance. Yes. We'd also like to um, thank Whoop. Head on over to Whoop to learn how to actively track your exercise, your sleep, your mm-hmm. strain that you're going through by using the code SLOWRIDE at checkout to save 15% over a membership over the next year, year and a half. And we'd also like to thank Shred Science Nutrition. Uh, Great nutritional coaching uh, for healthy lifestyles and active lifestyles. And uh, yeah, just let them know we sent you. And I am Tim in Orlando, signing off also for a little guy in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Boston, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road, even even if they're St. Louis Blues fans. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.